Stop the hacks. Stop the attacks. Stop the attacks and start taking your IT career to the next level. The Masters in Cybersecurity from Stevenson University Online can keep you one step ahead of the criminals and one step ahead of career advancement. Complete your online degree in as little as 18 months with convenient and affordable classes. Stevenson University Online, your partner for professional success. Visit stevenson.edu slash cyberwar. What is going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Searchcast Season 2, Episode 22, presented by Primal X Hockey, Level Up Snacks, and In the Clutch Apparel. I'm Zach Martin. I'm Bailey Curtis. And uh, <clears throat> we're back for another episode. Yeah. <laughs> it was, um, it's been a week. Yeah. It's been a week for the both of us, to say, to say the least. We're going we're gonna to pre- review some games. Um, we're also going to preview some games as two. Uh, we do have some quick, uh, show news. We're going to do that after, you know, our little, you know, intro that we do, but it's going to be an interesting episode for the, for the most part. we got some stats and of course you get, we got our forgotten canes this week. So just back to just hurricanes, no other teams this time. So nope. no, but before we jump into all of that, Bailey, how have you been this week? I know pre-show. <laughs> Pre-show, we talked for like 45 minutes because yeah, a lot of no. catching up to do, but how oh, yeah. have you been? I've been all right. It is a whopping uh, 16 degrees out here in Colorado Springs. There is snow on the ground. Um, I know I am not leaving my apartment all day because <laughs> I don't like dealing with the cold unless I'm out skiing in it. Um, right. But yeah, I'm working, I think, the most sleep that I've gotten in past nights this week for work i i want to say i've hit around maybe my max of five or six <laughs> so that's, yeah that's that's, that's, that's the most i've gotten right. in a night so that, that, i mean that's that sounds about right I usually i usually average about five or six a night so yeah. it's five or six a night for 10 hour work days it's been it's been great so and oh, especially yeah. especially after the game on saturday it was it, it, it wasn't a great week but how are you uh <laughs> Also, it's been a week. Work has been absolutely <laughs> brutal because we're getting close to, you know, well, Thanksgiving's next week, but we're getting closer to Christmas. So you got to get all the mm-hmm. trailers at the site moved around so that way we can get all the Christmas stuff ready to go. It's been average five or six hours of sleep per night. So I'm pretty much on the same Solid. boat with you. Uh, <laughs> still recovering from my sickness because yeah. my appetite has still been kind of off. Like, mm-hmm. for like the four. Like, see, from, like, that Thursday where I really had it until probably about that Sunday or Monday, I think I averaged maybe about a meal, maybe a meal and a half a day. Yeah. So I know, like, that Thursday and Friday, I only had, like, dinner Thursday night and dinner Friday night. Aww. And then after that, it's been kind of, like, a little bit better. But, yeah, I'm still averaging about maybe one to slightly two meals a day. 
So need to get better about that, bro. It's you got to get some fuel. If I've learned, if I've learned one thing as a PT tech, it's that food is very important. (laughs) It's also very important, but I also like. It's like, oh, I'm just gonna have a small meal and that'd be fine. No, just I want to order everything. Yeah, order the whole menu, baby. (laughs) Why not? No other way to do it. So eyes are bigger than my stomach. Let's just get full. I have leftovers the next day. It'll be fine. Just order too much now. Have food for the next day. So, which is also still not, it's still not good though, but I mean, it's, it is what it is. But yeah. Um, so quick show news. I know we're going to also tweet about it too, but just for the podcast version of this, since we're dropping this later today, um, just to be, make it easier, I guess. <clears throat> we are now recording next week because of it being Thanksgiving week and the hockey schedule is absolutely brutal for us to try to record because they play Monday, they play Wednesday, and then they play Black Friday and then Saturday. And I don't know about, I know for you, Bailey, I know for me, it's like Thanksgiving's that Thursday, Friday's Black Friday. Everyone's you know, gonna be busy doing that. It's just it's I almost wonder if they did that Black Friday game on purpose to get more people out of stores and make it more manageable for people who are not hockey fans. Yeah, right for <laughs> sure. Yeah, especially with a with a 1 p.m. game against the Bruins. Yeah, it's like, huh, I wonder. Like, so, I mean, you're making it like getting into the store is the more most important part. And having that game at 1 p.m. on a Friday. In Boston too. It's like in it's not Boston. Even, it's, it's not even in Raleigh, so it's kind oh, of so like, yeah. I mean, but keep people in front of their TVs. I don't know. I yeah. I just I, I feel like that's a smart, interesting marketing move, or at least a marketing attempt by the NHL. Yeah. So yeah, it's, <laughs> it's definitely interesting, but that does put us in a bind though, because like I said, Tuesday. Well, last time we tried to record on a Tuesday, mm-hmm. it didn't work because then that same Friday I got I was sick, so I mm-hmm. wasn't there for that. So that that was that was a brutal weekend job for the both of us. It's just not in the cards for the surge cast next week. So yes, yeah. So unfortunately, for the first time Ever. since the show since the show started back in February, we won't have a podcast coming out just because of holidays, spending time with family, and the NHL schedule absolutely sucks. Yeah, because like I said, the only day we can do it's Tuesday. And, just, and that's no. not happening. <laughs> no, we could do it Friday morning, but it's like at, right after Thanksgiving, going to be spending time with family. I'm going to be stuck in my food coma, so probably yeah. not the best idea. <laughs> it would be really hard, too, because the fact that like you would have to like you would have to get up at like eight in the morning your time to record mm-hmm. and then get the episode before a one o'clock Boston game. Mm-hmm. That that's kind of that's if the game was at like seven. Maybe possibly, I'd do it. Possibly but. a one p.m. game. Now, if you're on the East Coast, like like the rest of us, wouldn't be as bad. But no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So long long story short, no show next week, guys. Enjoy so. enjoy your holiday with your families. Um, I know we will. Um, yeah. So, so yeah. So episode. Let's see, this is episode 45. So episode 46 will be. Oh no, is this 46? I don't know. Either way, episode 50 is gonna be delayed by a week because of the fact that we're just not gonna be doing nothing next week. Yeah. So it's it's gonna be weird. It's it's gonna be weird not having a 
us recorded next week. Yeah. Either one of us. But yeah, like I said, it makes sense because, you know, mm-hmm. it's family time. That's all Thanksgiving is about. It's just being thankful for the people around you. In this case, thankful for the team. Thankful for being able to do this. But I'm going to kind of take it, take that yeah. holiday to enjoy family time on oh, yeah, your podcast. Same. And we'll be back to your regularly scheduled recording week after. Yeah, and we we, we kind of did a, like a pre-scouting of like the schedule for the rest of the year. <laughs> February February won't be too bad because it's a lot because with the with the All Star Game break and just how the rest of the scheduling is. But January is kind of all right. December's uh, March and April. March and April is going to be the absolute <laughs> worst. We're talking like every other day we're going to have a game. There's going to be a lot of back to backs in the middle of that. So. <clears throat> We will usually keep our, we'll probably keep doing our reviews and previews, but it's going to be a lot of picking and choosing games that we're going to talk about. Like we might talk about all of them, but it's going to be real quick. Like we're not going to do our like in-depth games. Yeah. Synopsis and stuff like that. Like it's going to be, Oh, this person scored. Cool. Let's move on. (laughs) Yeah. We're definitely playing. We're going to be definitely playing around with the formatting a lot. For those yeah. for those couple months, just because of the fact that it's a lot of games, we don't want to see here and have to like preview, like review four games, preview another four, and everyone doesn't want to be here for five hours listening to us ramble on about games for yep. forever. So, but if everyone does like our reviews and previews, please let us know because we want to definitely love hearing everyone's feedbacks. Because mm-hmm. you know, going, we're still like you know in the middle of our first full season covering the team, a little bit different than what we did last year. So, just let us know how you feel about the show so far into season 22 episodes into season two but yeah brett pesci episode yeah (laughs) then we we were kind of talking about this before we started recording too this is the episode of twos we are covering we're reviewing two teams it's three games but two teams yep there's two of us season two episode 22 it just (laughs) it makes sense it makes sense but Oh, all right. So I guess it's not, I guess we are delaying the inevitable then, and actually talk about <laughs> two of these games uh-huh. that against one team. <laughs> I kind of honestly, I'm, I I kind of do. You just want to do both of the games against the same team first, and then kind of talk about the other team. Yeah, because I I feel like that game's a lot nicer to talk about. So yeah. we'll, we'll save the best for last. <laughs> yeah, so we're gonna, we're gonna we're gonna go a little bit out of order in terms of how the games went, just because of the fact that we played the same team twice in the span mm-hmm. of a week. Yeah. So the first game <laughs> was against the Avalanche in Colorado. You were at this game. I was at this game. With, yeah, with with uh with Catfish and mm-hmm. a, some friends, and <laughs> I guess your boyfriend. Maybe he that, he might have been that there. Guy. That guy. Yeah. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> Um, got to see uh, Spencer, friend of the podcast, and meet a yeah. friend of his too, which was really awesome. Um, yeah. Game aside, we went to dinner at Brooklyn's uh, beforehand. We had a reservation at five, which I made like a week in advance because I knew it was going to be impossible to find a table for six people. Um, that was, that was, that was, that was <laughs> so, a smart call doing it a week in advance. Yeah, so I called them and I was like, hey, I need, I need something for this date because I'm not walking in and getting anything. They were like, cool, we got you. But yeah, so we went to Brooklyn's beforehand. We spent a bunch of time there, had some drinks, ate some food. Um, it was awesome just kind of talking beforehand. A uh, friend that Grant brought actually funny enough we learned that he played with uh jacob slavin's younger brother 
Because he's in, he's uh, he's got a page on the hockey prospects uh, website huh. and actually played with Josiah Slavin. I found where, out. Oh, where at? Uh, somewhere in Colorado. I I don't remember where, but they used to play when they were kids. Oh, okay. Well, would it be Colorado College? It, no, I think it was before his Colorado College oh, time. Okay. So, okay. but yeah, they played you. as kids together well, as wild. kids, which I thought was crazy. That's he was like, cool. yeah, that entire family is so talented. I was like, that, like to be able to have that experience is crazy. But that's really cool. Yeah. Well, of course, um, it, well, of course you know with the fuck yeah, I know you guys posted photos like you and you and your dad are rocking matching Slavin jerseys. Mm-hmm. Oh the, yeah, the alternate. That's the alternate only reason jerseys. he brought it up too, is because he saw both my dad and I were wearing our Jacob Slavin jerseys, and he was like, "Yeah, funny enough, this is who I played with when I was younger." And I was like, "Oh what? my god, that's crazy." <laughs> that's wild. But, yeah. So, um, but yeah, we all had uh, dinner and drinks at Brooklyn's beforehand. Went in for the game. A uh, fair amount of Canes fans there, which I thought was really cool. Uh, not nearly as equal as it was last year just given it was the uh season ticket member uh trip right but definitely a lot of canes fans out there which was really exciting uh but the result and the game in general was just not what we were hoping for Uh, would you would you say it's almost worse or not as bad as last as the last time carolina was in colorado so stop the hacks stop the attacks stop the attacks and start taking your it career to the next level the masters in Cybersecurity from stevenson university online can keep you one step ahead of the criminals and one step ahead in career advancement complete your online degree in as little as 18 months with convenient and affordable classes stevenson university online your partner for professional success visit stevenson.edu cyberwar Hi, I've got a prescription for diabetes test strips. How much is the copay? That could take me a while to calculate. In the meantime, you should think about over-the-counter Contournext test strips. You get 35 for $19.99, and they're highly accurate. For full details, visit Contournext.com slash radio. <laughs> no, hey, Freddie Not- didn't get hurt. Well, Freddie wasn't there, so that probably helped. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, but it... They were both bad just for different reasons. Yeah, if that makes sense. This game was a gong show. It was. This game was just very chirpy. It was a very dirty game, and I'm not. I'm not calling the Hurricanes Saints by any means, but the K or the Avs came to play. Dirty. My thing thing is those like. Why do the Avs hate the Hurricanes so much? I don't. I don't, I don't get. I don't see, get. it just seems like we've got it. Like, and I mean, maybe it's a because, like I said, the Hurricanes were no Saints during some parts of the game either. Like, we we right, both yeah. played very dirty games. Right. Um, the Avs just played it a little more gracefully. Yeah. Um, that and the officiating, uh, they called it- so many soft calls in the first period, and yeah. then after that, decided to eat their whistle. Yeah, because because they, so. they hit because they hit their quota too early, and they're like, yeah. all right, maybe we need to let these guys play, and then it's like, okay, yeah, well, welcome to the old school like eighties and nineties hockey, where you're going to just yeah. absolutely just well, I will say no, it, yeah, there there was a call during the first period, and we'll kind of get into it in a little bit where uh, it, it pissed me off. Um, oh, yeah. Ranton was on one. Um, let's just say that there were two different calls in that same play that he could have been called for and was not because the refs decided that this looked like a playoff game and they were not going to blow anything. 
Um, yeah. God, so, so, yeah, it just it, it was a very brutal, dirty game overall. Um, the Canes did not play like we all know they can. Um, Aho yeah. and Jarvis, I think, combined had eight total whiffed shots the entire game. Like they they looked like they forgot how to handle a puck or a one timer or whatever. Yeah, it yeah, it, it definitely doesn't help too when you go. It's one of those games where it's like it's a lot more chippier than and a lot more physical than you thought it would be, especially mm-hmm. with a team like how Colorado, who Colorado is. So I think everyone was kind of off, and then the, how the, how the officiating like because. I, I saw a lot of people too, a lot of Avalanche fans that we know are like, "Yeah, this game is um, no, <laughs> it, yeah, it was bad." No, my like, it says something when the Avs fans are like, "Yeah, this this is a uh, this is pretty brutal." My boyfriend and the friend that he brought literally looked at me a few different times during this game, and they were like, "How is that not a call for you guys? Like, how yeah. how are you guys not going on some sort of advantage there? That was rough." That's that's really, saying, that's really saying something when the ass fans are saying No, it says ass. something when Grant is saying something about it, too. Like, yeah. oh, my God. It's, yeah. yeah, it was so it's so frustrating to be there as a fan, too. Just being surrounded by abs fans, literally, they're consoling us. And not that we needed <laughs> consoling. It was like just looking down, up and down at us and just being like, we are so sorry. What are these refs doing? Yeah, that's... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean... 1429 in the first period going actually jumping into this game. <laughs> this goal. <laughs> the power play goal by Kel McCarr. Oh. <laughs> so let's talk about this for a second. Kel McCarr didn't even shoot this puck into the net. This it like it was such a weird bounce off of the boards. Went off of Ran- or, uh, Ranta's skate and into the goal. And they ca- Kale they, McCarr gets the credit for it. They, they called it a wrister. And it was yeah. a power play goal. <laughs> Second of the season for Kale McCarr. Uh, Mika Ranton with his 11th assist and Nathan McKinnon's 19th. Mm-hmm. How? Yeah. How in the <laughs> world? 11 and 19 already for assists for both of those guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then 17-51 in the same period. Another wrist shot. This time also from Kel McCarr. Gets his third of the season. <laughs> oh, look at that. Amico Ranton and this is for his 12th of the year. And Arturi Lekin and gets his sixth assist of the season. So and Kel so- McCarr and Amico Ranton and goal and primary assist in both goals in the first period for the Avalanche. Yeah. Let's talk about the second goal, too, because this is the one that I was kind of talking about that Ranton and hit. Um, so DeHaan, sitting there trying to play his position, gets sported. Yeah into the boards uh, it was down it, it was it, a boarding call oh it was, it, it, it's it, what should have been a boarding call it it, 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 it should have been almost either a boarding call or, or not or, a boarding uh, but some sort of interference like that was that was not yeah. a good looking hit at all um dahan was down on the ice for the mm. rest of the play after that and because yeah. of it we ended up giving up a goal um Technically, they should have blown the whistle to stop. They play. should have blown the whistle to stop play if they see a player down like that. But they didn't, because, like you said, they ate their whistles, and it didn't really matter at that point. So, uh, yeah, that's what led, and we—I don't think we saw Dahan for the rest of the game after that. Like, too. I'm, like I'm, I'm really surprised. That, came... I'm really surprised Rod didn't get like a fine 
for you. No, he's probably trying to stay as composed as he can, but at the same time, too, I mean, it's hard. Well, yeah, when you see one of your guys get absolutely boarded, no call, Mm -hmm. and then a no whistle to stop play when you see the guys down, Mm -hmm. and you you get scored on. It's like, cool. So yeah. you're you're already, you're a man down with a guy hurling the ice mm-hmm. after a no call. Yeah, like, what do you do with it? Like I would be lose. I'd be irate. Oh, uh, trust me, we were no all throughout that game. I mean, we weren't really near any other Canes fans, but the Canes fans that we did see were up out of their seats. Um, yeah, it, like before the goal horn was blown, like just sitting there, like what the hell is happening? Yeah, definitely that so. great first period. Anything you do, I mean, it it sucks. I mean, at that point, you're kind of like, all right, this will be one of those games. And then, yeah. but the captain does score because I think this was actually his first of three straight games where he did get a goal. So mm-hmm. the captain is on, is on a heater right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is his first of three in a row. Third of the, third goal of the season, Jordan Martin with the fourth assist and Jasper Foss with his third assist. This so was once- This was a beautiful goal. It was, you know, 1355 into the second, the third line's doing third line stuff. Honestly, like you thought, oh, Paul Stassi would look great with those two. Paul Stassi's been struggling. But yeah. but, but somehow third line Martinuk, I'm it's working. Mad. Like so so one of the biggest things that we had to complain about besides the physicality aspect and our inability to perform on the power play was our passing. And our ability to kind of sit and communicate with each other on the ice. This was the exception because that beautiful tape to tape pass from Martinuk to be able to see and anticipate where uh, Jordan Stahl was going to be able to put it behind Franco's. Oh my gosh. It was beautiful to see in person. It was, oh my gosh. Yeah. (laughs) It just sucks the way they play freaking Franco's. Like we didn't even play, we didn't even play against Gorgiev. Yeah, Francois. It was against Francois, who has not had the greatest start to the season, mind you. One goal, <laughs> one goal to the backup goalie who's not been doing that great. Yeah, that's so. the th- that's another thing that upsets me. We got mm-hmm. one goal against Francois. Yeah, like, Frankie Chance were going throughout Ball Arena. It was once yeah. again we experience got ex- experience Hurricanes <laughs> hockey, getting goalied <laughs> and making the guy look like a Vesna candidate. Yeah, I I will say though this wasn't just a game of us getting goalied. We although it was a, it was a lot of things that went wrong. But if you lose, but if you score one goal against a guy who's not really that great right now, it's a factor. Brutal. Getting goalied it's a, it's is a factor. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. What what experience hurricane? There, there's a lot of experience hurricanes hockey. It's what out shooting the other team by double, still losing, <laughs> getting goalied by a guy who shouldn't be goalying you. It's yeah, no, and yeah, yeah like, even well, Avs fans, Avs fans were in awe of his performance yeah. that night too, and it was well deserved, yeah. absolutely well deserved. Oh, for sure. Like, and the thing is, like, people know we're pretty like positive on this podcast about the Hurricanes. We, like, we try to say po- as po- we're not complete homers. Like, we do understand when the team does struggle, so like, we're, we're not like that delusional, mm-hmm. but we're also realists too, and oofed us this was like i said we love our hurricanes we're we try to stay as positive as possible but when they're not playing great we're gonna say they're not playing great yeah this was not the game this was not the game (laughs) um so it's 2-1 after the second period like okay we're we're, we're somewhat in it 
Maybe we'll get lucky in the third. Uh, Nathan McKinnon had different ideas. Surprisingly, <laughs> only his fourth goal of the season. I'm surprised that Nate Mack only has four so far at mm-hmm. this point. Mika Rantanen, first third primary assist of the night. Devin Tays with his ninth assist. 417 in the third period makes it 3-1 Colorado. You're like, okay, this might be over now because Colorado's up by two. To talk uh, about this goal a little bit too, it's and this is something Grant's friend and I kind of got into a conversation about a little bit during, I think, the second intermission before this goal happened is that we play a game, it, the Hurricanes, we, we play a game. It, it's a very gritty like fight to the end almost kind of play style it is a winning it's a winning play style but it's nowhere close to the amount of finesse Mm -hmm. that the abs play with and i'm not saying that the hurricanes play and their players don't have finesse um we have our fair share of finesse in moments where our finesse kind of comes out but it's nowhere near the level that the abs possess and this nathan mckinnon's goal was a perfect example of that yeah that's still surprising like i said it's surprising with the fact of how they played against the hurricanes a little bit more dirtier than usual with a team that's more mm-hmm. so supposed to be more finesse than you know physicality and exactly yeah, yeah that's why I, that's why it was a little bit surprising mm-hmm. but yeah nathan mckinnon does what nathan mckinnon does Gets his fourth of the season. He's probably gonna be heating up here real quick because it's 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 him. Yeah, you, you can't keep him down for long. Um, He's got big shoes to fill with Landis Gog being out too. So. Yep, and then of course the guy who's who's already had three assists on the night gets his fourth fourth point of the night, his tenth goal of the season. Miko Ranson unassisted, seventeen fifty in the third period on an empty netter, another wrist shot, four one Colorado, and that's how the game finishes. Mika Ranson, and like you said, he was just on one. Like yeah. that dude, that dude just he won. was all over the ice. He scored hitting anything and everything in sight. The fact that he scored a point in every single Colorado goal in this game really said something. That's why he got the first star because I mean, a four point night with an apple with sorry with a goal and three apples, all primaries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that deserves the first star. So I mean, give credit where credit's due. Mika Ranson had a had a game, and if you had him on fantasy, congratulations, <laughs> points yeah. for days. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kale McCarr with the second star, no surprise. Nathan McKinnon with the third star, also no surprise. Um, shots on goal, Colorado twenty to twenty five. Like, like you said, like usually the Canes are out shooting the other teams. Colorado was just all over Carolina this game. It mm-hmm. was just. Like the only thing that Hurricanes actually did better than, like for the most part, faceoff percentage sixty two percent to thirty eight. And this just goes to show too, and we'll kind of talk about it a little bit more when you kind of get to the power play stuff, which I think is coming up next. Just talk about it. I'll talk about it really quickly. The uh, Avalanche one for four on the power play, where we were zero for five. If you look at back Uh. at the stats and kind of get into like the details of it all, we beat the avalanche on five on five play. I think when we were five on five, they only out of all of these shots on goal, I'm pretty sure maybe only 10 of these, if that were five on five. All the rest of these came off of uh, penalty kill or power play opportunities that we gave them. The n- nine penalties in this game. Nine. Yeah. Carolina was one for four on the. Well, they were three for four on the penalty kill, but oh, I'm sorry, five power plays. And you can't five. capitalize on any of them against Pavel Francos. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and your first wager is risk-free up to $1,000. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. Dr. Trudy Fleer here with the 5G Home Recovery Podcast. Today's episode is inspired by those T-Mobile home internet speeds that are much slower than Xfinity's lickety-split speeds. Speeds that slow to a crawl can leave us feeling like we have to move faster to compensate. Eh, wrong. We don't have to move faster. The internet does. Now you can move however you want. You want to move like a sloth? Do it. Be a sloth. A sloth with blazing fast Xfinity internet that you should have gotten in the first place. I hate to say I told you so, but you know. Learn more at Xfinity.com slash facts. This is, like I said, we try to stay positive as possible on this podcast. We're not going to homer it up. No. Over and... five on the power play against Pablo Francis is an absolute disgrace. It is abysmally mm-hmm. bad. Mm-hmm. Like that, is, that is so bad. Over <laughs> five against Francis? Yeah. See, even Kelly is upset about this. <laughs> oh, yeah. dude. It's just. Yeah. What are we doing here? Like, yeah, it's brutal. And I have some things to talk about after the game that went on on Twitter, too, that make oh. my blood boil. Yeah. Uh, Avalanche 13 11 in hits. I mean, bl- 17 blocks of the Carolina six. Colorado, man. Yeah, like, Carolina four giveaways of Colorado six, six takeaways of their five. Here's the shots. The shots 11 to nine in the first for Colorado. 10 to 6 in the second for Colorado. Six shots in the second period. That's brutal for a Hurricane team to have six shots total. Mm-hmm. Third period, Hurricanes 10 7. But you get single digits twice. I'm sorry. I don't see Carolina getting single. Like, you, don't, you don't see Carolina getting single digits in back to back periods. Usually it's like maybe one, if that, but twice. And your yeah. second period was only six. That, brutal. Yeah. Absolute brutal stuff. Yeah. So, and to kind of talk about it too. So after the game, Twitter lit up. um, And I saw multiple tweets coming for Rod's head. And Rod Brindamore. Uh, Rod Brindamore, (sighs) the one that sticks out to me. And this guy went all over my page fighting with people about how Rod Brindamore is the problem. And he is failing this team. That was an actual tweet that I read. Rod Brendamore is failing this team. Oh, so you mean the you mean the former Jack Adams winner, the the coach who's gotten the Hurricanes into four straight playoff appearances since he became the head coach. Decent playoff runs in all four of them. No rule of first round exits. Yeah. Um. The, I mean, the guy who was also the captain of the 06 Cup team. Like, oh, and the fact that this team is still third in the division right now. Mm-hmm. Because somehow New Jersey decided to wake up and play hockey this year. They're yeah. not, like they, they they just won their 11th straight game. Mm-hmm. Okay, well that's that's New Jersey. It is what it is. I think Carolina's like second in the division, but still, you're going to tell me that you want to fire Rod already with a winning record into the season already, with a lot of guys who are hurt to boot. Yeah. Like, no, something spare me spare me with this whole yeah. get rid of rod stuff like the thing that i will say too and people like to blame rod 
for the power play. Rod does not run power play units he during doesn't. practices. It's that's Jeff Daniels. Mm-hmm. That is all on Jeff Daniels. So if you're going to talk about anybody failing this team, maybe I I don't know. Maybe take Jeff Daniels off of the power or the special teams units and actually hire a special teams coordinator to sit and run scenarios. Yeah. Because yeah, it, it's it, to say that Rod is to blame because he is the head coach and ultimate, ultimately everything bad that happens with this team falls on his head. I'm sorry. Miss me with that. Yeah, it's it's not Rod. It's it's a collective effort from all the coaches. And it's even the player. Like it's yeah, also all the no. players. When the players stand around and not really do a whole lot. What, Catfish the- said this perfectly. Rod is not failing this team, this team is failing Rod. Yeah, it is. It, it is. And I think even, I think our friend of the show, Colin, I think he was on his podcast. He like the, like the hurricanes are failing Rod or it's, mm-hmm. it's something like that. He like, he had an episode, something like that as well. That, yeah, right now it's the offense. Then yeah. we more so the power play unit. the power play unit. It's not, it's still struggling. Like Oh, for five against yeah. Francis, it struggled against Seattle. And mm-hmm. Seattle is not that good of a team. Or no, Vancouver. Sorry, it was against Vancouver they struggled. Like, I just don't get it. Like, yeah. blaming Rod isn't the answer. Mm-mm. It's you got to look at the players who are not moving around. Maybe it's the style that Jeff Daniels is doing. Maybe we need to figure something out with that. But for calling for Rod's head with a winning record after what he's done already for this. And like the thing is, we're not even that far into the season. Like, how many games are we in now? Not we, even 20? No. Um, let me, I don't know why I'm not looking at the record. So 17 games in. Yeah. So you're going to call, you're going to call for the head, the head of the head coach, 17 games in with a winning record in a playoff spot after four straight playoff appearances. Oh, and like I said, one of Jack Adams. It was a finalist another year. What was this team before Rod came onto it? Let's talk about that for a second. What would this team be with if Rod decided to follow through with what he wanted and not come to head coach the team? We would still probably be in the dark ages. Yeah. Or at least just starting to come out of it. But to sit here. Maybe. It, yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Like, okay, you're talking about a, a guy who's let a Sebastian Ajo play. Andrei Svechnikov. Like, there, there is nobody I would rather want coaching these guys yeah yeah to like, call like, to, to call rod and call for rod's head it's, is it's a not, disgrace it, and i'm not gonna be this kind i i don't want to be the kind of person that's saying oh i'm sitting here like diminishing your opinion everybody's entitled to their own opinions oh i mean but you can be wrong you can be wrong but you are entitled to your opinion, own opinions opinion, yeah. and this is me responding with my own um I'm, calling yeah. for rod's head is not the answer here no okay well, here's, here's my thing when people say that oh he should be fired okay who are you gonna hire yeah yeah <laughs> who it's yeah no that, it, uh, you're, you're exactly right uh torts is in philly I don't want torts. Did you see the interview that he did the other day? <laughs> or was it yesterday with the, oh, the Yeah. <laughs> um well, who is it? Uh, Barry, Trot- Barry Trotz. He turned down to go back home to Winnipeg because he didn't want yeah. to coach in Winnipeg. Like Barry Trotz, like Trotz is a very defensive coach. I don't want the, Trotz the, in Colorado. Or in Carolina. Sorry. I don't want him in Carolina. No thanks. The offense, the offense. You think you 
you think the offense is struggling now? He's a defensive-minded coach. The offense is going to go str- – offense is going to slow down because he's a defensive-minded coach. Yep. Offense is going to slow down. Yep. Like, the thing is, like, there is no one available right now that could have replaced Rod. Mm-hmm. Who are you going to replace him with? Even if you go with an interim head coach, who who are the – who in this coaching staff are you going to pick? You think the chemistry right now with injuries is struggling? Bring an interim head coach on and have him screw everything up. Yeah. You see this team go downhill. I, I'm telling you right now. Like, the only guy that I could maybe even see, maybe Tim Gleason. Tim Gleason, if- that's the only person I would have in his place. And even then, that's, again, you're looking at a defensively minded person. Yeah. Coming so like in I to said, coach so, the entire team. Yeah. So to call for Rod's head and say, oh, he needs to be fired, he needs to be replaced, there's no one available. There's yeah. no one available to get that can make up make up for that. And like And I like why, it. Why why would you do that in the middle of a winning season right now? When we're the, not even twenty games in. And we're in a playoff spot. And I will say too, this person came back and kind of backtracked a little bit was like, did I say that I wanted Rod to be fired? No, I'm just saying that it's his fault. We're performing poorly in special teams. All right. So, so right now here, here's for the wild card. Hurricanes are currently sitting second in our own division with a game in hand on the Islanders who are in third with the same amount of points. The Hurricanes are only six points back of New Jersey because the fact that New Jersey is 14 and three because they're on an 11 game heater. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. The Hurricanes are at a plus six in goal differential. They are currently, yes, right now, two points ahead of Detroit and the Rangers for the, for the wild card spots. But then Pittsburgh and Philly are both at 17. Mm-hmm. Division wise, the Hurricanes, like I said, they're, they're right now second, six behind New Jersey, two, they're tied with the, with the Islanders, two ahead of the Rangers, but the Hurricanes have a game in hand on them. Then you have Pittsburgh, who's at 17 with the same amount of games. Same thing for Philadelphia, 17 games, <clears throat> 17 points. Washington, Carolina has two games on, in the hand on Washington, who's also at 17 points. But Washington's played 19 games. And then you got Columbus. 16 games played at 13 points. And they just lost a bunch of their good players. They're, Columbus is done. Columbus is struggling, yeah. So you're going to tell me that you want to fire Rod when you're second in the division behind a team who's on an absolute terror right now. I mean, let's give New Jersey credit. No one saw this coming. 11 straight. Who knows if they're going to keep this this pace up? I don't think so, but crazier stuff's happened. Mm-hmm. Hey, everyone thought I was crazy for putting them fourth in the Metro this year for my prediction. So far, I'm looking pretty good. <laughs> so that's what we're going to talk about this episode. Okay, I see where this is going. <laughs> no, no, no. Wait, the Islanders are a lot farther than we both thought. Let's be honest. Oh yeah, absolutely. But my my point is the fact that right now, Carolina, yeah, they're they're Detroit's also like Detroit. The fact that Detroit's on a wild card spot's insane too, and Florida is in fifth in their own division. Mm-hmm. Getting rid of Rod right now makes no sense. Nope. You're still second in the division. You have games in hand on some teams, or you're tied with a lot of teams, but you're like, but you're about five points ahead. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't understand the, oh, we need to get rid of Rod. Yeah. Like, this team currently, 
is still sixth best in the entire league in points. You got Boston at 30, New Jersey at 28, Vegas at 28. The Kings are at 23. That's another surprise is the Kings. They played all, but they've also played 19 games where they have a zero goal differential. Mm-hmm. And then you have Dallas at 22. Then it's us, Islanders. <coughs> Toronto's at 22. Winnipeg's 21. Tampa's 21. The round at the top 10. Like I said, surprising. Guy. Seattle and Detroit, that's surprising. They're 11 to 12. Mm-hmm. Both with 21 and 20 points. Firing Rod's dumb. This whole tank yeah. getting rid of Rod is dumb. It's the stupidest yeah. thing I've ever heard. I've heard some stupid stuff on Twitter. This is this is ridiculous. No, and you know it was going to come out at some point because we're not doing as well as we did last season. Like I, I, I knew you, it was going to. I knew these comments were going to come out. It was just a matter of when, not if. And the thing is, though, you can never ever replicate a nine zero start every year. It's just not going to happen. It's not no. possible. It, no, it's hockey. Anyone can lose to anyone. It's mm-hmm. it's not that surprising. Yeah. Like I don't know why people are shocked by this. The thing is, the team is 10, 5, and 2 after 17. 10, 5, and 2. Like, I don't I don't understand this. This is like I said, you're only six points back behind a team who's on a tear right now. Yep. Let's say Jersey isn't on, let's say they go 500 in that streak, or they're instead of eleven straight, they went like five and six, or they went six. Let's just say they went six and five. The Hurricanes are in first. Yeah. Or any other combination of, of a lesser record than 11 straight. Let's say they went 9 and 2. The Hurricanes would still be with they'd still be within shooting distance of first place. Yeah. It's just the Devils are on a run right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like you can't base Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. If you run a small business, you need the most from every investment. That's why Comcast Business gives you more, like our new gig speed Wi-Fi, plus unlimited data, all on the largest, fastest, reliable network for small businesses. Comcast Business, powering possibilities. Don't miss our special holiday offer. And ask how to get up to a $750 prepaid card with a qualifying bundle. Call today. Ends 12-4-2022. Restrictions apply. Requires gigabit extra bundle with two-year agreement. A 10, 5, and 2 start, and then be like, okay, Rod has to go. Yep. For what reason? It, it's not his fault that the first line kind of can't figure it out right now because Tara Bynum's on a, on a slow start, and now he's hurt. Ajo's been playing pretty decently. Seth Jarvis is playing good, too, for the most part. He's still trying. Right now, in like the fact that you had a break at the second line of, of Nietzsche and Svechnikov and KK... Now Nietzsche is playing on the first line with Aho. And it's like you have Sveshikov, Kakanyami, and Jarvis together. Yep. It's like it's like the, your top six isn't even the same anymore. No. Because one of your guys is hurt and he had to jump around the lines. Your mm-hmm. third line had to get it's now Martinuk, Stahl, and Foss, which is still a solid third line because you have the two of the three guys who are always consistently solid. 
And your fourth line it keeps getting swapped around a lot. Yeah. Because you've got, like I said, maybe Martin up on the fourth line at some point. Then you got Derek Stepan, Noah Sin, Drury, Paul Stasny. Yep. Even your defensive pairings have, have gotten switched around, especially for that third pair. Yeah. DeHaan was out for a bit. Dylan Coughlin's been struggling. He hasn't even cracked the lineup. And then who knows? He's barely been cracking the lineup. Jalen Chaffield has been kind of solid. Kind of. Dude's been awesome. From yeah, my, yeah, yeah like dude, dude's been playing great. I'll, yeah. So, okay, then you look at goaltending. Anderson's out. Ron, this is Ronson's first really bad game in a while. Piotr Kuchetkov, and I mean, we'll get into this when we start talking about the Chicago game, but his first, or fifth straight win. Yeah. In, in still, five in, debuts, in five games starting. Yeah, and people still question if he's still even good. And it's like, he hasn't even been here for a full year. Yeah. And people are questioning how he is. Mm-hmm. Like I said, injuries aren't helping right now. We're still waiting, we're still waiting for Patrick to come back. He might be coming back next month, or he might be coming back in January. Who knows? Yeah, he's already skating, which is a good sign. Yeah, they, they him, showed that him today. and Tavo <laughs> yeah. were out on the ice together today, and they—I mean, it wasn't a practice, but they were kind of training together, which is really nice to see, especially for a guy who wasn't projected to come back till February. Yeah, so I mean, right now the injury bug is hitting the Canes. Power play is struggling. Yes, it is. And the lines, the lines are getting switched around because, like I said, said injuries. Mm-hmm. But the fact that the team is 10-5-2 right now, they're second in the division with some games at hand on some teams, firing Rod is not the answer, and it's it's the most basic and stupidest answer to go to. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. like I'm not sure if you mean about it, but it is a lazy take Yep. to go after a head coach who, like I said, his resume, any team would fall over themselves to go get him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because who who has a record? Who has a, a a coaching record like he does right now? Yeah, with a, with a team like this, like uh, it's just like I said, it's it's a really lazy take after a bad game where the refs refed it beyond terribly, and then you had the we just avalanche. weren't playing our game. Yeah, and the I mean, Avalanche it, came to play. Yeah, the Avalanche actually was a playoff game and wanted to just start smacking everyone around. And the refs didn't call anything. But yeah, let's blame Rod for that game. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> yeah. I, like, it's like I said, it's just it's just a really it's a really lazy take. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and the, that's what and the thing, and I'm all for having new fans. I'm all for having new fans. I'm having for people who were interested in hurricanes. Do not Start throwing out takes like this, mm-hmm. or just or takes like, oh, this guy's bad. I get rid of him. Or this guy's bad. I get rid of You've him. You've got too many people who have been here for too long, who are not going to take it. Yeah, like fans who've been here for a while know what's how this team has been the last four years. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I'm I'm like I'm not here for even D- even if you haven't been here the last four years since we've started our playoff run, guys who have been around since we won the cup know what Rod is capable of and knows how his mind works. Yeah, exactly. And and, and the thing too is it's like like I said, I'm not. I hate gatekeeping. It's dumb. It's stupid. Like we're not. Why are we gatekeeping sports? Right. But at the same time, let's be smart with how our takes are. It's it's frustrating when the team doesn't play good. But saying let's blow stuff up or get let's rid of not take that out on Rod. 
Yeah, let's not take it on Rod. Now, this is crazy, especially after the ovation that everyone gave him at the opening at the opening night, mm-hmm. at the home opener. Yeah, like Heck yeah, you, you don't you don't do that that quick into the season. Like I said, we're the team is fine. Mm-hmm. The team is fine. It's just a little bit of a struggle right now. Get everyone, get guys back healthy. The let's team's see how be we fine. do then. Let's. Yeah. The one thing that I will call for is, like I said, let's hire a special teams coordinator. Let's hire a guy who actually knows how to run a capable special teams unit, whether it's the PK, whether it's power play, whether it's four on four or five on three, whatever it might be. Let's hire somebody who can make it so that we're actually running a capable formation and we're not just running around like chickens with our head cuts, heads cut off or not making or standing there like statues, just passing the puck around. Yeah. Let's hire somebody who can actually do something with what we know we're, we are capable of. I mean, just look at the preseason. We knew yeah. how to run it then. What changed yeah. the fact that we have an NHL capable roster? I don't yeah. think that's it. Yeah. Or, or we're facing NHL capable rosters. I don't know, but either way, it's like, Sorry for the long tangent, guys, but it's just it's it's just the takes are getting a little bit ridiculous now. Seventeen games into the season with a winning record, yeah. Especially with a guy who's been pretty successful with the Hurricanes as a head coach, yeah. Let's let's pump the brakes a little bit, yeah. So moving on uh, away from that, <laughs> so, so, so the so the second game against Colorado is that we're gonna we're gonna do both Colorado games at the same time just because <clears throat> make it easier for us. Um, this game was a little easier to watch. It was a little bit easier. Uh, Ever Rodriguez did score in the first period, seven twenty. Uh, power play goal, his sixth of the season, unassisted. Um, guy give Greg where credits due. That was a great goal by Rodriguez. Let, and let's just talk about it too. This is something, and I I will blame this goal on Burnsy, or at least I think it was Burns. It was either Burns or Stahl. I can't remember who fed that pass or that accidental pass to Evan Rodriguez. But they were trying to clear the zone. I guess they didn't see Evan Rodriguez hit him, mm. and Evan Rodriguez played a very it played very proactively and reactively, yeah. and put it past Ronta. You you can't blame Ronta for that. I don't even think Ronta saw that coming. No, it's so it's, it's one of those goals where it is what it is. It's. And let's I mean, just talk about it at this point too, because I don't know what shot this was. They only had five shots on goal the entire first period. This was one of them. Yep. What? <laughs> the, the, just the shot totals alone. Yeah. We'll and talk, I mean, we'll, 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 we'll talk about we'll, that later. Like, like I said, talk about the epitome <laughs> of experiencing hurricane hockey. This is, this, this, <laughs> is, this is definitely one of them. Yeah. Sure. Um, um, second period. Yeah, Sebastian Ajo scores his eighth of the season. Martin Nietzsche was his 13th assist, 7-14 into the second. Beautiful shot by Sebastian Ajo, and he was getting a little frisky yeah. during that first period, too, especially with that false icing. Oh, that, yeah, that was, a, that was a bad ice. Yeah, that was a bad not false only, icing call. Yeah. Not only did Ajo beat the defender to the puck, mm-hmm. Frankie came out and tried to play it. Which should, which should automatically automatically just rule icing out of the equation if a goalie if, moves even begins to move towards the puck. Yeah, that that's no be, icing, but yeah. Ahu also beat him there, and yeah, that made, that made no sense. But yeah, even the even the Twitter team was like, we like a feisty sea bass. So I mean, yeah, um, so. so he made a one one. Unfortunately, Alex, 
I have New Hook on my fantasy team. It's about time he actually showed up. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's at the wrong time against the, against the Canes. Uh, New Hook gets his third of the season. Josh Manson gets his second assist, and <laughs> Eric Johnson gets mm-hmm. his fourth assist. This was on a backhand, fourteen twenty into the second, two one Colorado. This was just a really weird play by our defenseman. Um, yeah, I yeah. It, like we somehow it, like New Hook prop the most props to him caught mm-hmm. our defense off guard. Um, yep, yep, made yeah, a beautiful play. Just, yep. Bruh, it is what it is. Uh, third period, Martin Each is doing Martin Each's thing. This is his eighth of the season. Jacob Slavin gets his fourth assist, ties the game 2 2, 10 23 into the third period. You'd love to see it. You know, Nietzsche's, like I said, doing Nietzsche's things, gets on the board, ties the game up, and then uh, we secure go into free po- hockey. Hey, secured a point. A point's a point. Kind of needed it. Uh, take any points at this at this rate. And before we talk about who scored, let's just uh, let's go into this. Talk about overtime and say how much I hate the Avalanche during overtimes when it's it, like regardless it, like of who they're playing, the Avalanche play on an immensely different level when they are on in overtime. Yeah. Like yeah. their overtime play scares me. And I went into this period, like literally in our group chat, saying that, it, like, I don't want free hockey just because of how much the Avalanches play during overtime scares me. And, and yeah, a minute 55 into overtime on a slap shot, Terry Lekkinen scores his fifth this season. Uh, JT Comfort with his fourth assist and Devin Tays with his tenth assist. And, oh, Auntie Ranta, I wish you could take this one back because that. <sighs> We were talking about this beforehand too, and this is the only goal that I will put on Ronta. Because yep. if you go back and look at the play, the puck is sitting middle ice between between the faceoff circles. Yeah, right, um, right, right, he's right sitting right there, in the slot, right in facing. The slot. Yeah, he's sitting there facing the puck. Puck goes. Lekkonen's coming over on the wing. Pass gets over to Lekkonen. Onto Ronta scans the puck, doesn't really move with it until he sees that Lekkonen's about to shoot it. Goes low, puck's going high. When a yeah. puck's sitting right there, you want to cover that entire side of the net, maybe leave far side open just a little bit because it, you're most likely going to go near side when shooting like that, especially off of a reactive shot like that. To not cover the entire side of the net, I'm sorry, on Toronto, that it, it, it was a bad look. And even Grant looked at me after the game too, because we watched this game. He was like, that is probably the worst goaltender mistake that I've seen in a long time. It, like actually in the net. Yeah. Because when you're a goaltender, tend the goal. Cause yeah. Cause yeah. whose goal was it on? Was It was on uh, Martin Natchez's goal yep. <laughs> where uh, Ingram or no, who was England. England, Francois is coming outside to, or, uh, towards the back of the net to play the puck. England doesn't see that Francois is going to play it. Completely checks him. Stick goes out of Francois's reach. He sees the puck is going, so he gets back in front of the net. Yep. Can't do it. And they can't do much without his stick to protect p- or pucks like Martin just is putting in. Yeah. There's so, no way that wasn't going in, to quote the yeah. Hurricanes Twitter account perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, that's a dang it. If you're, if that's you, uh... <laughs> That's a Steve Dangles dang it. <laughs> that, 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 yeah, that's either going on half picks or dang it, but it's probably going to be on dang it's because that's rough. But so, okay. real quick, the Hurricanes Twitter team 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. If you run a small business, you need the most from every investment. That's why Comcast Business gives you more, like our new gig speed Wi-Fi, plus unlimited data, all on the largest, fastest, reliable network for small businesses. Comcast Business, powering possibilities. Don't miss our special holiday offer. And ask how to get up to a $750 prepaid card with a qualifying bundle. Call today. Ends 12-4-2022. Restrictions apply. Requires gigabit extra bundle with two-year agreement. Doesn't miss an opportunity. So the Preds last night posted a tweet saying "See you on the other side," but it but it was from the Pecorino jersey retirement. It was a banner in the rafters with the Twitter logo, and it said "At Preds NHL Twitter," and it gave it from 2009 to 2022. So you know the Preds were being funny about it with you know their banner stuff, and the Hurricanes quote tweeted it just now and said it. It took until Twitter died to make you realize banner jokes are funny. <laughs> the, the Hurricanes Twitter team once that again is do- fantastic. <laughs> yeah, like doesn't miss. Doesn't oh, miss. God. At, at least the Hurricanes are winning somewhere for the mm-hmm. most part, and it's on Twitter. Yep. Um, I don't even want to go through these game stats, but we're going to have to. Mm-hmm. Lekin in with the first star, Nietzsche's second star, Pavel, Pavel Francis with the third star. And why did let, let's talk let, let's talk about why he got this third star oh, with no, that we'll, first we'll, stat. We'll, we'll, we'll get there. No, we're saving that one for last. We're saving that stat for last because uh-huh. I have some words. Oh yeah. The fact that the Hurricanes lost to Francis twice in a week is annoying. <laughs> Base off percentage, the Hurricanes once again 68.3%. Power play 0 for 4. Avalanche went 1 for 3. Mm-hmm. Hits, hits 28 18 Colorado, no surprise. Once again, block shots 15 to 8. Giveaways 4 to 10. The Hurricanes had 20 takeaways to Colorado 7. Yeah. Even JJ said this, friend of the show. The Hurricanes should have won this game because mm-hmm. you look at the if you look at the stats. Hurricane yeah. should have won this game. And let's just talk about this too, because before going into overtime, because we went into overtime with center, 11 seconds uh, left on our power play. Mm-hmm. That power play was the most dominant power play that I have seen from the Hurricanes in the past five games. Yeah. Yeah. Like this power play, like we, I think we dominated their zone almost the entirety of that power play. And even because that's at the point Joel turned the game on. And he yeah. was like, holy power play. Like, the, yeah. it, there's no way that the abs are stopping this. Yeah. And then we went into overtime. 11 seconds left. We didn't do anything with it. So. Jarvis went on a long. Uh, it, it, he had way too long of a shift. Yeah. For that so, overtime. Here, but. Yeah. So here's the stat that you were bringing up. Why Francois got the third <laughs> star. And why I said this is the epitome of Hurricanes hockey. The shot total. 
not even including overtime was already bad. The fact that the Hurricanes had one shot in overtime to Colorado's two, okay, it is what it is. If you look at the grand scheme of the total, the total abysmal. Mm-hmm. 48 shots for the Hurricanes. 48. Not count, not including overtime, 47. Colorado somehow, some way, including overtime. No, sorry, you know what? Well, I'm not even, Exclude I'm not, overtime. So not, Hurricanes no, 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 had 47 no, no. shots on goal outside of discluding uh, overtime. Colorado, 13. <laughs> 13 penalty shots. Including uh, penalty overtime, shot. that's 15. 13 shots for three periods. I can't even make this up. <laughs> 13. We have outshot them by 30... <laughs> Two shots. Mm-hmm. 32. Tripling. Tripling their number. Five and 12, five in the first. 17 to six in the second. 18 to two in the third period. And let's, uh, let's just talk about that. Yeah. What? How, how do you lose... How do you lose a game with a goalie like Pavel Francos stopping 46 of 48? Or let's say 45 out of 47, like if we're not including overtime. You lose to a team who scored three goals on 15 shots. Three. Yeah. That's a save percentage of 800. Not like 889 or 890 something. 800. 800, exactly. Like I said, you can't blame Ranta. You blame Ranta for the last goal, but the other two you you can't blame him for. You lose to a team who had 15 shots in an entire game. 13 in regulation. This is something. You should have beaten them to submission. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or at least actually just win this game in regulation. The fact that you lose an overtime to a team who had 13 shots in the rate in 60 minutes. Regulation. Yeah. This is a game that the Hurricanes can't get in the habit of losing. Because, and, and this and is something I talk about all the time. And, and you can way. take all of the shots on goal that you want. You, you quality, can, oh, quality over quantity. It is quality over quantity. You can you can have seventy shots on goal for all I care. Yeah, break break some sort of NHL record and go over the top with it. Some of them have to go in. You can't shoot at the goalie's chest the entire game. You need some sort of accuracy with those shots that you're making. The thing is, they went from twelve to seventeen to eighteen. Mm-hmm. Two goals. Yeah. Two. Yeah. This isn't a game we can't – like, no. We, like, we can't like, be losing games like this. And JJ even said this too. Hurricanes should have won this game. Mm-hmm. We, we thought the Pavel Francis 4-1 game, goal, game was getting bodied by a goalie. That was just that was just the right. This legitimately getting bodied by a goalie on a ridiculous level. Mm-hmm. We can't even blame it on the goalie too. We're making Francis look like a freaking Besnet winner. 
That's what I'm saying. We, like, we, it, like, I mean, it's not even getting goalied at that point. It's us not taking quality shots. 47 shots in, the, in regulation. And you're going to shoot him at either his chest or his glove. Yeah. The fact that Colorado had five, six, and then two to finish with 13. I have never seen a team shoot under 20. Under 20. Yeah. Like they weren't even shooting up. They weren't even doing a shot per minute. Mm-hmm. They literally had two shots in the third period total. You're telling me in 20 minutes, it took them a shot per 10 minutes. They averaged a shot for 10 minutes. And you lose in overtime. Yeah. This isn't on. And let's just talk about this too. Okay. There were two penalties handed out that third period. One was against Brent Burns, an accidental high stick uh, against Cogliano, which there were three high sticking penalties this entire game. Um, The other one was the other high sticking call against Calvin DeHaan or against Newhook or Newhook. Yeah. Newhook, Newhook on on Calvin DeHaan. Two penalties. So that's four minutes total. Two minutes for each team to go on the power play. Yeah. And the avalanche still only had two shots on goal. So I, I would have maybe understood if they spent most of this time on the penalty kill in the third period, like two yeah, shots they, on goal. They, maybe I could understand that. They, they have they have one, they have one penalty. They had yeah. one penalty, two minutes they spent on the penalty kill. And they only had two shots on goal. Two hour yeah. 18. Like I said, we and are we only very, scored one goal there. Like I said, we're very positive on this podcast, but we're gonna call the team out when they're not playing good. This was this was arguably one of the Hurricanes' best games that I've ever seen them play. And we still, just have to perform on the power play. And still somehow one of the best games they've played against Colorado in No, probably, not just against Colorado all season. I will argue that. This is one of the best games that I've seen them play all season. I thought the home opener was pretty good. No, the home, and I'm not arguing that, but I'm just saying this is one of the one of the best oh. games that I've seen them play all season. And to That's... sit here and see this result, Thir- I just can't believe there was 13 shots and they scored two goals. 15 I'm... shots in 60, not what? even 65 minutes. Not even 62 minutes. Not even because 62. it was it was it was a minute 55 into the, yeah. in the overtime. 61 minutes and 55 seconds, three goals on 15 shots. And it, like I said, you can't blame you, you blame the last one on Ranta. Not the last one. The the oh sorry. Uh, yeah, no, you, was... no, you can blame the last one on Ranta. Oh yeah. Oh sorry, I was saying. Yeah. Why did I think? Okay, yeah. yeah. No, blame Luckinen's goal on or on Ranta. Absolutely. But for the but. fact that you had an 800 save percentage, <sighs> that's I'm sorry, like. You can't blame the goalie for the you can, you can't blame the goalie for the other two goals, but that's still I'm sorry, eight hundred. Come on, mm-hmm. three goals on fifteen shots. Come on, man. Yeah, that you can't do that. Yep. So I don't know. That's the Colorado games um, went yeah. over two in the series. Props to yeah. the defending champs. I mean, yeah. it was especially that last game. It was a heck of a game. Yeah, I mean, you got to give them props. They know what they're doing. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So real quick, because uh, we're we're about an hour. We want to 
we don't want to be here forever. We, we've been a lot, we did a lot of ranting in this episode because, <laughs> oh. yeah. So, but the Hurricanes did win this week in the middle of those Colorado <laughs> games. They did win. Uh, they played they played the Blackhawks in Chicago. They won you three poor nothing. Thing. <laughs> hey, like like that meme I posted on that same night. <laughs> Me twice a year on the Hurricanes playing in Chicago. I hope both teams have fun. Just yeah. like you like you with Colorado. Same thing. It's like yay. No, no, no. See, no. No, that's not you. No. <laughs> they they're my second team when they're not playing the Hurricanes. Right. I, I I've learned they especially these last two seasons playing them. No. Yeah. No thanks. Yeah, for me it's uh it's a little bit tougher cuz it's like a 1A 1B type situation mm-hmm. with my teams cuz yeah. I'm literally tattooed. Yeah. <laughs> so you yeah. kind of have to like them but anyway yeah this was this was a tough game for you it, 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 i mean going into it it's tough because it's both the teams i really like i said 1a 1b watch these teams for but the hurricanes won i'm not upset about it because you know it's yeah. it's it's the team that i was watching you know because of my dad so yeah our first shutout of the season three nothing yeah Piotr yeah Kuchetkov. yeah we had a game Peter Kachekov had a freaking game. Jordan Martino gets his fourth of the season, uh, 9.45 into the first period. This was a tip in. Um, Brent Burns with an assist, his eighth. Jordan Stahl's third. Speaking of Jordan Stahl, he gets his fourth of the season. Brent Burns with a second assist of the night, another primary. Jordan Martino gets an assist. So all three guys get point, get multi points early. Uh, that's 16.49 into the first period. And then Andres Fetchikov, like he's like, all right, you know what? I need to get, we need to get some scoring. We need to get on here. the board. <laughs> gets his tw- gets his twelfth of the season. Jesper Foss with his fourth assist. Games three nothing, fourteen oh seven in the second period. No goals in the third, but that's all she wrote. The Hurricanes were just all over Chicago. I mean, you win three nothing. Like Martin, Burns, and and Stahl all get multi points mm-hmm. in the in the, fir- in the first period. You love to see it. Um, three stars of the game, no surprise. Pierre Kachekov, first star, twenty uh, was it twenty seven of twenty seven? You love to see it gets his first career shutout. Like Bailey said earlier, fifth win out of five games. He's five for five in games that he started. Jordan Martin with the second star, no surprise. Multi point game. Brent Burns, like I said, multi point game gets his gets the third star. Honorable mention to Jordan Stahl because you know he was if it wasn't Pierre Kachekov getting a shutout. Obviously, uh, Stalzy would have gotten a third star, but absolutely. Hey, when you get a shutout, you'll take it. Uh, shots on goal, thirty-two twenty-seven for the for the Hurricanes. The Blackhawks did win in the faceoff circle, sixty-one point three to thirty-eight point seven. Mm-hmm. When you have Jonathan Taves, I mean that dude. That dude. Jonathan Taves carried them in the faceoff dot. Death taxes. Jonathan Taves leads the leads the Blackhawks in faceoffs. It's not a surprise at this point. <laughs> See, I'm Power- interested too. I'm gonna pull up or pull up the face-off comparison too here. But go ahead, I'll talk about that afterward. Uh, power play. Both teams combined for 0 for seven. So the penalty kill units did their jobs. Uh, not a lot of hits in this game. Blackhawks 11 to the Hurricanes seven. Blackhawks 12 shots to the Hurricanes seven. Um, giveaways. Hurricanes at nine. Blackhawks at six. Takeaways six, uh, six for the Hurricanes, four for the Hawks. Shots per uh, shots on goal per period, 13-8 in the first for the Hurricanes, 11-10 in the second for the Blackhawks. Third period, Hurricanes 9-8, to total 32 
to 27 mm-hmm. for that. Hmm. So not bad, not bad, not bad. We'll no. take it. That's a, that's a win. It's a light uh, in the sea of dark. <laughs> yeah. So, so in the last three games, you got a possible four out of six. You'll take it. Mm-hmm. Um, no, sorry. Not four. Three out of a possible six. I don't know why I said four. They only won one game. Uh, three out of a possible six. Yeah. So you'll take it. You'll take it. It is what it is. It's worse um, than zero. So. Yeah, it's better than zero. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so before we go into our quick previews, because like I said, we don't want to be here forever previewing. We're only going to preview a couple games just because of how next week is. It's just going to be. It is what it is. Because like I said, we're not going to be here, but we're not going to preview all of them because there's four games next week. Mm-hmm. Well, We'll include them. Sorry, there's five games. We're not going to preview all five games. It's going to take forever. We don't want to be here. I know you don't want to be here listening to us do that. So we're only going to do two games. We're going to run through those real quick, do our uh, Forgotten Canes, and I'll have you guys go on your way for the rest of tonight. If we're dropping on Friday or it's going to be a Saturday drop, you'll know when it comes out. We'll figure it out after we're done. It's one of those things. Yeah. Um, yeah. So before we do all that, we're going to go into our sponsors real quick and give them some love. Uh, but once we're done with that, we'll come back with the rest of the show here in a little bit. Hey, what's going on, everyone? We'll get back to the reference of the episode after we talk about our amazing sponsors of the podcast. First sponsor we're going to talk about is our original OG number one sponsor, and that is Primal X Hockey. If you're looking for any hockey equipment, if you're talking indoor or outdoor, pucks, sticks, tape, apparel, anything like that, Primal X Hockey is the place to go. If you go to Primal X Hockey, Com. They have an amazing sort of, of options for stick tapes, stick guards, pucks for indoor and outdoor, laces, all that type of good stuff. Definitely need to check them out. And the good thing, too, is they do ship across the United States for free. Or if you're in the Raleigh area, you can actually pick up at their warehouse, which I've been there before. It's a really great facility. It's really kind of cool how they have that place set up. So I would definitely say if you're in the area, go check them out because why not support local? especially in the Raleigh area with the fact that they're also amazing Kaniacs as well. So if you go to primalxhockey.com and if you use the code SEARCHCAST at checkout, you get 20% off off your order and it helps and lets them know that we sent you there and it helps us at the podcast as well. So like I said, definitely a great group of guys. Definitely need to go check them out at primalxhockey.com. Use SEARCHCAST for 20% off your order and make sure to go check them out on their socials at primalxhockey. That's on Twitter and on Instagram. Next up, we have our amazing sponsor in Level Up Snacks, formerly Shocked Hydrate. Uh, amazing, awesome group of people and uh, company over there. Um, if you're looking for some quality snacks and drinks, uh, definitely go check them out. Uh, you can use code uh, SurgeCast for 10% off of your order. Um, amazing sponsor of the podcast. We're super lucky to be working with them. Uh, so definitely go check them out. Uh, you can go check out their socials on Twitter at Level Up Snacks. Like I said, 10% off, code SurgeCast. Go check them out. Uh, next up, we have our wonderful sponsors at In The Clutch Apparel. If you are looking for some awesome vintage sports apparel, um, I know they have uh, some Whalers merch on there, if you are fellow Hurricanes fans. 
you will definitely enjoy uh, products coming from them. Not just vintage sports and hockey, though. They have uh, baseball, football, anything your heart desires. Definitely go check them out. Um, and we also have merch on there as well. Uh, if you're looking for a hoodie for the upcoming fall winter season or just a t-shirt to come and rep the amazing Surgecast, uh, go check them out. You can use code SURGE at checkout for 10% off there as well. And our, lastly, the sponsor is not only of the podcast, but it's more so of Belly Up as a whole, and that is Canada Dips. If you're looking for an everyday way to try to you know wind down from a tough day or just try and get through the days that in general, I would definitely say check out Canada Dips. They're a great CBD company um, out of California. The good thing is it's hemp only, no THC, so you can just – Take them whenever you can. They're coming in little pouches, like about 10 milligrams, 150 milligrams per can. So you got about 15 pouches of those. They're really great to have. I know for me, it definitely helps with my anxiety. It helps with you know the joint pains and like all the you know playing sports and stuff like that. I've used them a lot. I know about a lot of people around Billy Up Sports have used them, and I definitely would recommend these things to anyone. Uh, if you're looking for a way to help you just get through your day and try to wind down and try to get some relaxation and zen into your life. A lot of great flavors. We got the palmy, which is black tea. They got the new ice cream sundae, which is really good. They got mango. They got watermelon and pina colada and a bunch of other different ones. They even got the you know, the normal classics like winter green and stuff like that. So definitely go check them out. If you go to canadipscbd.com and then slash belly up 20, then you'll, that's the link that you can go to and go on the website and order from there as well. Or if not, just go to canadipscbd.com. Then at checkout, use Belly Up 20 and you'll get 20% off your order. And it actually helps out the global brand of Belly Up Sports if you go use that discount code of Belly Up 20. I couldn't recommend these guys enough. They're great. They're amazing. So definitely check out Canadips at CanadipsCBD.com or just normalcanadips.com if you're looking for more of something else past just the normal hemp CBD type stuff. But definitely have to go check them out so that we can help us, the podcast, and also belly up as a whole so without further ado let's send it back to the rest of the episode all right and we're back so context the hurricanes do play saturday night uh, against minnesota then they're off sunday then they play winnipeg monday arizona wednesday and then uh black friday they're playing boston in boston um for a one o'clock start so an early afternoon game if you don't want to go shopping you got a you got a hockey game to watch and then you got Calgary Saturday night for a four o'clock to finish off a back to back. Um, we're not previewing five games. That's too much. We're not going to do that. It's a, it's a little much to do. Yep. Um, so unfortunately, you're not going to get a lot. We're gonna, we're going to get a, we're going to give you a lot of reviews possibly when we do come back the following week. It's not it might be all the games because that would give us like seven to do, and we're not going to do that. That's too much hockey. So. We're going to figure we're, it out. We're, we're hockey enthusiasts, but that's still. That's too much hockey to talk about. Um, <laughs> the, so the two games we're going to talk about is the Minnesota Wild game and the Winnipeg game. Just to make it easy on ourselves. So we're not going to preview five games. It's just, that's a, that's a lot. Yep. Um, so, the first, so the first game is against the Minnesota Wild. It's in Minnesota. Uh, 8 p.m. puck drop. Uh, over the last five games, Andre Sveshikov leads with four goals. Matt Dumba for Minnesota with two. Martin Nietzsche's three assists to Kirill Kaprizov's four. Points-wise, Jordan Martinuk leads the team with five points. 
to Kaprizov six. Who had that on their bingo cards? Absolutely nobody. <laughs> uh, plus minus Jordan Stahl was six to uh, Brodian's two. Goaltender comparisons: Antti Ranta three two and two with a two fifty three goals against and a nine oh two save percentage. When you get an eight hundred, that's gonna be a little bit rough on the on the save percentage numbers. Uh, Mark Andre Fleury. Six four and one, two point eight goals against with a nine oh six save percentage, but he does have a shutout to his name. Um, Pierre Kachekov, two zero oh, and zero, oh, one goal against average. Pretty good when you give up two and then give up none the next game. Nine fifty nine save percentage and a shutout for Piotr the Great. Um, and then Gustafson for Minnesota, one four and one, three point two zero oh, goals against, nine oh one save percentage with no shutouts. So a lot of interesting numbers from the goalies going into this game. Mm-hmm. I'm really curious to see who Rod's going to go with. I'm wondering if he's going to go with Ranta or do you go again or do you go with Piotr? I will put all my money on Piotr. I, I, I would love to say Piotr, but uh, I don't know, man. Yeah, I mean, I, just, I, just... I, I've, I have a sneaky feeling it might be Ranta, but I'm hoping it's Piotr just because the fact that Piotr's on a hot hand right now, mm-hmm. the way he's playing. Oh yeah. I mean, out, but you never know, man. You never I mean, know. you never know with Rod, never. especially. So, yeah. It's... Oh, gosh, going through the team stats real quick. I really don't want to go through. <sighs> Power play percentage. Hurricanes are now 30th at 15.2. A lot different than when, last time we did these. Uh, Minnesota is 19th in the league at 20.7. Penalty kill. Hurricanes 20th, 77.4. Minnesota 79.7 for 13th. Um, so right now, Minnesota's doing pretty good on the special teams. The Hurricanes, not so back much. half of the league. Back half of the league right now. Not not a great look compared to how we were last year with the penalty kill, which was like 90 for the most part, or 88. Mm-hmm. Uh, oof, does. Um, his face-off percentage, 55.1 for the Hurricanes, which is third. 46.3, which is 25th for Minnesota. Goals four per game. Hurricanes, 2.94. We're in, we are now under three a game, um, which is 22nd best in the league. And then Minnesota's 2.71, which is 27th. Goals allowed. The Hurricanes are seventh, though, 2.71. Minnesota, 3.06 for 13th in the league. So right now, goals against, still pretty good. Can't, can't be mad at that. Don't give up a lot of goals. Uh, faceoff percentage, top three in the league. We love to see it. Unfortunately, goals four. Back half the league, offense is struggling right now, especially against yeah. how the Avalanche game. You got three goals in two games against the Avs. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You got six in the last three games. It's good, but that's rough. That's a, that's a tough stretch to hit. And like I said, special teams back half on, on back, back half in both categories, and you're thirtieth on the power play. Absolutely, yeah. That's brutal. I mean, yeah. I mean, Minnesota's middle of the road on a lot of their stats. I mean, goals for their bottom of the league, face off percentage, they're bottom of the league. Bless you. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> special teams, they're all right. Goals allowed, not that great. But I mean, right now the Hurricanes need to figure something out for scoring because mm-hmm. twenty seven. I mean. 2.94 is still pretty good, but with the, how the special teams are playing right now, no, kind of need to pick it up a little bit. I mean, that's kind of. <laughs> I'm, I'm being, I'm being, I'm being nice on that one. Yeah. Um, oh, so real quick in terms of records, Hurricanes 10-5 and two, Minnesota is seven eight and two. Um, last thing we're going to preview real quick is against the Winnipeg Jets. Um, this is going to be in Winnipeg for a 7:30 start. Surprisingly enough. On the East Coast, it's a 7.30 start on a Monday. Uh, like I said, we did all the stats for the Canes. Here it is for Minnesota. Mark Shifley, four goals in the last Minnesota. five. Winnipeg. Winnipeg. <laughs> Winnipeg. We already did Carolina. Winnipeg. Mark Shifley, four goals in his last five. Josh Morrissey, six assists in the last five. Kyle Connor, nine points. And then Brendan Dillon, three with a plus three, uh, Winnipeg is also 10-4-1. and one. So that tells you something. Here's the reason why. Connor Hellebuck, 8-3-1, 2.07 goals against, 9.35 save percentage, already has two shutouts on the season. That 8-3-1 is a misnomer. But with his goalie stats right now, oh, my goodness, watch out. Uh, David Riddich, former Flame. Um, two and one with a two seventy three goals against it in eight ninety seven percentage. That same percentage is rough, eight ninety, but the two and one record. <laughs> Here we go. Fifteenth for the on the power play for the Jets twenty one point one. Third on the penalty kill with eighty four point two. Special teams are a problem, especially in that penalty kill unit. Faceoff percentage forty six point seven. Goals for they're only three point oh seven, which is seventeenth in the league, but their goals allowed two point three three per game, which is second in the league. Yeah. So our our the the big thing that stands out to me for this game too is our offense needs to show out. Um, our that you means seventeen. You got you got to figure out Connor Hellebuck. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's going to be our biggest kind of telltale sign. Um, my big thing: we want to score early, set the pace of the game. Um, yeah. If and and that's because I mean, scoring early on a goalie like Connor Hellebuck is that does something to energy in a goalie. So scoring scoring early is going to be our huge thing, and just kind of cracking down, making sure we can play our defensive game as well as we know how to play it. Yeah, like so. The other preferences is before Monday, so all the stats are going to be different. Still going to be a problem though, because yeah, second and goals. 
But for the fact that Connor Hellbuck's three, eight, three, and one with the two hundred seven goals against, and the fact that as a team they've only given up two point three three goals per game, mm-hmm. which is second in the league, that really says something. So that's going to be a problem. So I said we're going to preview two games. We're actually going to do one more executive decision. <laughs> we're not talking about Arizona. We got to talk about the Boston game. Okay, it's, it's in Boston. It is. It is next Friday, so we are a week away. A lot of stats are going to change, but I think we have to talk about Boston because it, it is a conference team that we are going to Boston's on a tear, too. And Boston's always been a problem for us. The, and we all know what happened in the playoffs last year. Yeah, you want to say Boston's on a tear right now? Oh, this game is on the NHL Network for those who want to watch <laughs> Great. National TV game, baby. Well, <laughs> if, people, if people can get it because it's an NHL Network, so you may or may not get it. Like nope. how how you said that, that Boston's a problem. They're on the tear right now. They're 15-2-0. They've lost two games this year. Not in overtime. They've won, they, haven't, they, haven't, they haven't lost in regulation. They've finished yet. everything in regulation. And they won 15 of them. So. <laughs> <laughs> I Retreat, can't like, wait. Like, like I said, a lot of this is going to change. Stats are going to change by the time this game plays because we are a week away from this and we're going to have three games in between. Patrice Bergeron, four goals in the last five. David Pasternak, six assists. David Pasternak, seven points. Hampus Lindholm, who's been holding the fort down while uh, McAvoy's out, plus eight in the last five. Plus eight. Cool. Oh, oh, goaltender comparisons. <laughs> Olmark is on my fantasy team. <laughs> Great pickup. For, yeah, I had swimming at one point. I should have picked up Allmark. Sorry, oh. so ba- Bailey, do not look at the team stats. I want I want to get your live reactions to team stats. Okay, I'm turning my phone off. Okay, what, th- but this we're gonna do the goalie comparisons real quick. Okay, Linus all yeah Allmark, 1 and zero, one point eight nine goals against nine thirty seven saving percentage with one shutout. He has played thirteen of the of the seventeen, 17. games that 13, they have played. Thirteen of seventeen, won twelve of them. Jeremy Swayman, 2 1 and 0, 345 goals against, 878 save percentage. You can clearly see why Allmark's been playing a little bit more hockey than uh, Jeremy yeah. Swayman. Team stats. <laughs> Here we like go. I said, this is going to change before next week. Oh, gosh. We thought Minnesota with their goals against was bad. This Boston team. My father-in-law, my father-in-law is a Boston Bruins fan, <laughs> and we're gonna be spending Black Friday together. Oh. Somehow we're gonna try to find a watch. He's I don't know how we're gonna watch this game, but somehow it's gonna happen. I'm not gonna look forward to this. No. Power play, Boston is at 27 percent, sixth in the league. Okay. Penalty kill, 90.6, second in the league. Oh my god. Faceoff percentage 56.7. Second in the league. Oh. Goals 4 per game. <laughs> and even 4 first in the league. First. Yeah. Goals allowed per game 2.12 first in the league. Holy moly. Their lowest rank 
six on the power play at 27. Second on the penalty kill, second on the faceoff percentage, first in goals for, first in goals allowed. They are almost doubling, doubling in goals. Four against goals against. That's why the Boston Bruins are 15 and 2 this year. And that's why I'm I'm absolutely terrified for a 1 p.m. start in Boston. They, they could, their record could be completely different by then. It might be like 15 and 5, or it could be like 17 and something or 18 and something. 15 and 2. And Boston is six. And they're second, in the top five first. in most of their team stats. They're, they're top worse. three for most of their team stats. They're worst as six. They're worst as six. And that's on the power play at 27%. Context. Kelly's not happy about that. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that. Um, just for, just for, like I said, for context, Hurricanes 30th, 20th, 3rd, 22nd, 7th. Like I said, we, we were pretty optimistic about this team. We're really positive about this team, but I hate saying this because it's Boston. I'm Boston. Scared. Boston scares me. Yeah. I am not looking forward to the, and the fact that it's in Boston makes it worse. Mm-hmm. Yep. Given that we didn't know how to perform on the road in playoffs. So this is going to bring back a lot of PTSD for Canes fans. And the, and this Boston team brought a lot of guys back from last year. Mm-hmm. They just got Charlie McAvoy back after half in, 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 in this, but this is a, this is a full season with Hampus Lindholm too. Mm-hmm. Like they got him last season. Mm-hmm. They brought him back. All marks on a, all mark is on fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, I hate That's, to say this. I, I'm, I'm, I have no words. I, I hate to say this. I'm not looking forward to this game. No, I, I mean, I'm hoping now, I, now with my, now with my father-in-law is a Bruins fan. Nope. I've got this patient that comes into the clinic every now and again who's like a diehard like New England sports fan. Oh, like he loves no. the Boston Bruins. Oh, And no. we got to talking about it because he was passing by and he was walking with me in another tech and he was like, you watch hockey? And he was talking to the tech beside him. He was like, no, nah, I don't really keep it up with it that much. And he looks at me and I go, your team scares me. He goes, oh, yeah, they do. And I was like, oh, jeez. Oh. So I, they lose. The Hurricanes lose. I'm never going to hear the end of it from my patient. <laughs> like, it, it's 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 not going to be good. So. Yeah, like, like, we're, like, we're not trying to be doing doom and gloom. Like, we try not to be, but. This scares me. I'm not looking forward to this game on, on Black Friday. Nope. But. <sighs> I, yeah. So, um. So Bailey, quick get thoughts. away from that. No, Bailey, quick thoughts. How do you how do you how do you feel about hearing those stats? How do you, um, yeah, that, no, that's I've... why that's why I said I don't want you to see them because I want to get your live reaction to that. So hopefully, whenever this YouTube version does drop, everyone needs to see Bailey's reactions to these stats because I'm going to clip this and post it. Okay, yeah, you're <laughs> going to have to. Yeah. I got to clip and post it before it goes up on YouTube. Holy moly! Yeah, I'm. Well, you well you have the you have the access to the Twitter account, so yeah. post it whenever. <laughs> <laughs> Just make sure to tag both of us in it because yeah, I, yeah, um, yeah. No, not looking forward to it. this game. If, if the Hurricanes win, that'd be great. 
I would love title. to see them pick up a win against this uh, like hot Boston team. I would love to see it, but at the I'm, same time, I'm, 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 not, I'm, I'm not happy. I'm, I'm not, not gonna. I'm, I'm not gonna keep my hopes up, especially thing, with how we've been playing lately. The thing is, too, though, Andrew and those guys from the short shift, the Boston podcast that we had on a while back. I always hear from those guys every time we play each other. Oh gosh, this is, <laughs> is going to be brutal, brutal. Oh, I, like God. I said, like I said, we're hoping for a Canes win. We're going to try to be like you know, obviously we're going to be hoping for a Canes win. Yeah, we're going to be hopeful, but I'm not keeping my hopes too high. No, not the way Boston's playing right now. No, got to give them all the credit in the world. They're playing fantastic. <sighs> So, unfortunately yes unfortunately yeah. yes all right so before we go we're about an hour 25 well, before we of- before we kind of get into i i don't know if we touched on it too too much uh oh stats, yeah yeah stat stuff sorry yes totally forgot yeah. stat stuff yes so before the colorado game uh Sveshnikov did play in his 300th nhl game it was the colorado game yeah it was the colorado game it was the second yeah. colorado game yes yeah, second colorado game yeah so, um, congratulations to Andrei Svechnikov. That's crazy. Um, he had 300 games played already. Yeah. Kids wow. 22 and 200 something days old. Yeah. Or 22 that? years, 20, 200 something days old. That's wild. So almost 23 years old and he's having one of the best career years of his career. You love to see it. You love yeah. to see it. Um, something else to kind of touch on too. So the NHL is already kind of teasing and, uh, getting people excited about the hall of fame, uh, induction that'll happen towards the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, had some interesting people on there, uh, two yeah. of which former hurricanes, yeah. uh, Rod Brendamore and Justin Williams getting little shout outs on there. Yeah. Who would you like to see in the hall of fame post Henrik Lundqvist? Was always or also on that post. Um, yeah, Justin Williams was an interesting mention for me. Yeah, that well that was a little bit surprising. So it's it's crazy that we get Justin Williams and we're getting Rod Brendamore on there as well, and then also well, and so this isn't this isn't like finalized. Like the they are not getting inducted at least as no, that we no. know of right now. Like I'm I'm hoping just, like it'd be really who's, cool who's to see up them. for next year. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's just, just the, who, the, the, who are the names. That, yeah, the names who are on top. Like Corey Crawford is also part of the talks. Corey from Crawford Hawks. is yeah. So two-time Stanley, yeah. Cup, two-time Stanley Cup champion for the Hawks. I mean, that's that's another. Would love huge to see name. Corey Crawford in here. Uh, it, if we I got if we got if we got Williams who won multiple cups, we've got Rod who's if we get Rod. I honestly, if we get Rod Williams, Crawford, WH, Alexander McGillney is also Alexander McGillney has been a. Like eligible since 2009, and he still isn't in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. How's Alexander Gilney not in? This yeah. is wild. And let's just talk about this too, because on the NHL's post, you want to guess who got the most like who do you like? Because the question was asked, who would you like to see inducted in the Hall of Fame this year? Who was the uh, most mentioned name? Rod Brendamore. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, on the NHL's post, and it wasn't just Hurricanes fans. Yeah. I mean, Rod has to get in for sure. He should have gotten in last year, but mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of good names. But like, honestly, if we get like, let's say McGillney, Williams, and like Crawford and Rod, that'd be a great set. Like, mm-hmm. 
like they should be just limiting just to like oh here's like three guys and like two other people like no get as many people as you can in mm-hmm. like i'm sorry there's no there's no way you keep alexander mcgillney out for another year there's no way you keep Corey crawford out mm-hmm. or justin williams or rod brandon Moore. Like, there's yeah. so many good names. And, I mean, there, honestly, I'd love to see Jay Willie get into the Hall of Fame. But, he, like I said, I was surprised to see his name in the graphic. Yeah, I I would love to see him in there. but uh, Compared I mean, to won, guys like Corey Crawford, Rod Brendamore, Henrik well, I mean, Lundqvist. I mean, Williams did win two cups. Well, he yeah, did. no, and I'm not taking anything away from that. And that's awesome, and I'd love to see him in there. But to see him up there with names like Rod Brendamore and uh, Corey Crawford, yeah. And Rick Lundquist. It's it and, was just and, very surprising and, and, that there wasn't Emil a different Gellany, name yeah. up there. Yeah. Yeah. And McGillney too. Like mm-hmm. I know that was way before your time, but Alexander McGillney was a No, he's a name I know. Yeah. He was a problem for the league. So it's a, I just can't believe he's been eligible this long and still hasn't gotten in yet after mm-hmm. a decade. Like this is a joke. Yeah. So but so it will be interesting. Keep your eye on it. Um yeah. Because Rod actually has a genuine chance to make it in this year yeah. after being sure. snubbed the past few years. Oh, gosh. So, yeah. Yeah. Should have been, but, but it is what it is. All right. So, real quick, uh, we are going to go to our Forgotten Kane segment. So, I'll go first with this one. Um, cool. My guy played with the Hurricanes back in 2000, 2001, and 01, 02, two years with the team. Um, 118 games played, 16 goals, 51 assists for, like I said, 67 Yeah, 67 points. I think he had 105, yeah, 105 PIMS, minus 29 with the Hurricane, surprisingly enough, but played over 21 minutes of ice time. This guy played in the league. His first season in the league was 1992-93. His last season came in 0708. Actually finished actually actually finished his career with the team that he started with, surprisingly hmm. enough. He was drafted in the 1991 NHL entry draft, 30th overall in the second round. That tells you how crazy it is. Mm-hmm. The fact that he that the 30th overall pick was in the second round. Not the first round. Um, yeah. by the by the San Jose Sharks. He's actually from Russia, but at the time it was the, it was the USSR. Like I said, started with the Sharks, ended with the Sharks. Also played with the Avs for about five seasons before coming over to Carolina. He even had a stint with the Mighty Ducks of Anaheim. War number eight with a lot of these teams. He has won Santa Sosa lunch. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Not well, a name yeah. I'm super familiar with, but fan- great pick. Oh, oh I, yeah. Oh my yeah. No, gotta you, go do my research now. Oh, Sanders Ozalunch. Oh, dude, like 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 I said, he, like this is career his career 167 goals, 397 assists, 564 points. I mean 100 875 games played. He did win one cup. Um he was an all-star as well. Um, but it was a it was a one time all star, but he didn't win a cup. Like I said, I, uh, let's see, yeah, let's see, uh, fifth in the Calder in the ninety three ninety four season. Yeah, his all star season was it was with Colorado in ninety six ninety seven. Of course, that's you know they won he won the cup with Colorado when he was twenty three, fifty Ooh. points that season in the cup year with Colorado. He was twenty three. 
His next season, when he was 24, 68 points, 23 goals, 45 assists, finished third in the Norris that year. Okay. But yeah, so yeah, San Jose for five years. His last season with San Jose was, was the last year. Colorado for five years. He was a duck for three. Carolina for two. Florida with two. Rangers with two for a 15-year career in the NHL. Fantastic yep. Yeah. Fantastic pick. Gotta cool. go, go, go with Ozzy. Yeah. Which is perfect. Cool. So, my guy. Okay, little, your guy. A little, a little sooner. And er, okay. kind of retiring from the league. So, uh, he was a, in the 2002 draft class, uh, picked up by Chicago. First round, okay. uh, 21st pick overall. Um his first season actually playing with the Blackhawks, he only played five games that 2003-2004 season. Um, became a little more uh, consistent that season after following 2005-2006, played 17 games. But during that season, he was also traded to Carolina. Um, played 22 games with the Canes uh, in that first kind of season with them. Three goals, two assists. Um, this, this was the 0506 season. 0506 season. Okay. Um, he was with the Hurricanes until 2008, 2009. But his best, and actually, no, he was with the Canes till 2010, 2011, where he was traded to Calgary and actually ended his career in Calgary in 2012, 2013, or after the 2012, 2013 season. You know who this is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, his best season with the Canes, uh, 16 goals, 19 assists, uh, plus minus of plus 13. Um, and his, it, that was arguably his, er, no, not arguably. That was his, be- the best season of his career was with Carolina, yeah. um, hailing from Kiev, Ukraine, <sighs> Anton Babchuk. Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. I, I knew, I knew you were talking about, I'm like, oh yeah, it's Babs. Babs. Anton, Anton Babchuk. Fantastic pick. So circle with Sans Ozilinch and Anton Babchuk to finish off the episode. Wow, there we go. What's some names? Those what are names? some those are some names. Nope. From <laughs> Eastern Europe too. We got a Russian and a Ukrainian. How about that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's wild. I'd love to yeah. see it. So there and we course, go. Yeah, of course, that's during the time of the USSR when you're trying to like have to defect. Mm-hmm. To, to play in the states, so yeah, I mean, that's I had a lot of those stories with the Stasnys. You know, McGillany had to do the same thing. Yeah, that's wild. But the fact, wow, Babch, <laughs> what a pick! What a pick. <laughs> I we love it. a great forgotten Kane segment today. Yeah, <laughs> Ozlich and Babchuk, gotta love it. Gotta love it. All right, well, that will wrap up the show. We're about an hour and thirty-ish some minutes into the show. Uh, but we appreciate everyone who stayed around to listen to the whole episode. I know we ranted for a good bit. Um, we had some stuff to say. <laughs> we, 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 we both got, we both got, I won't even say sassy. We both got, uh, got a little heated for this episode. So mm-hmm. you don't, you don't see both of us getting really uh, upset. Very at often. least not at the same time. Not very often. Not, not very <laughs> often, but this was one of those episodes to do that with. But like mm-hmm. I said, we appreciate everyone who stayed around this long um we like i said we will not be recording next week just because of the holiday coming up so we're looking at a possible december 2nd return um just how it's going to work out 
Um, we do appreciate you know everyone who's listened to the show so far. I know the Hurricanes have been kind of struggling a lot recently. We've talked about this show. Um, but we do appreciate everyone who's listened so far, 40-something episodes. I think 45 episodes in. I think this is episode 46 total. So we do appreciate everyone who's, you know, like I said, been following along, you know, giving us support along the way. So we do, we do appreciate it. Absolutely. So, yeah. Like I said, we try to be, we try to be as positive as we can, but also got to get real. Got yeah, we we got to be real as well. But like I said, we do appreciate. It, but hope everyone enjoys their Thanksgiving um, down here in the states because I know Canadian Thanksgiving was last month. Um, mm-hmm. Hope everyone enjoys their Thanksgiving. You know, hope everyone had some good food, all that good stuff. Have a good, you know, Black Friday. Don't get too crazy. It's don't rush. I promise. Right. Hey, like, don't, don't, don't try to steal things from other people or out of other people's carts. It's not that deep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just but, be respectful but, to everybody. Be kind. Yeah. Hopefully, the Boston game goes all right. We'll talk about it when we come back <laughs> the week after it happens. So. That'll, that'll be that'll be a fun you'll show. Hear it, you'll hear about it on Twitter. Granted, Twitter is still standing. It'll be it'll <laughs> be fine. I'm not worried about it. But until two weeks from now, not next week, but two weeks from now, for episode 23 of season two of the Search Cast, I'm Zach. I'm Bailey. We will see you in two weeks here at the Search Cast. listening to this belly up media production some said we'd go belly up so we made it our name and we're still here lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.